We're here to share with you inspiring stories that bring to life all the little and big ways that people bring more love, joy, laughter, and humanness to everyday life. Our focus is to hunt for those little moments that refuel the human soul and reminds us what life is really all about. I invite you to sit back, enjoy the moments, enjoy the stories, the adventures, and the journeys. Welcome back to another episode of What the World Needs More Of. I'm your host, Jarek Robbins, and we have a special guest today. Her name is Allison, and she is my row mate in row 10 of a flight from San Francisco to Miami today. And so she's kind enough to jump on and share a little bit of life with us. So Allison, first off, thank you for joining us. My pleasure. Now, the very first question we start with is, what do you believe the world needs more of? Um, I believe that the world needs more compassion. Oh. Um, just having empathy for one another and compassion to, to understand or want to understand someone else's experience, I think, would improve the world. Wow, I love that. <laughs> I love that. Caring compassion to really mm-hmm. and, and and is it caring or empathy or a combination um i think it's a, a combination even if uh you know just making the effort to try to put yourself in someone else's position and and see the world through their eyes instead of just your own <laughs> i love that i love that and, and so in getting to know more about you I'd love to know, and, and we always use this silly question, but what's your wow factor? Meaning what makes you uniquely you? And maybe what are a couple moments that help shape it throughout your life? Um, I think that my specific thing that makes me compassionate or that I'm interested in is animals. So animals. <laughs> what kind? Um, all animals, so just feeling compassion and empathy for them. Um, I became a vegetarian 32 years ago when wow. I was a kid and stopped eating meat and worked with PETA as a child, I had, not as an adult, but wow! Um, so always loved animals, rescuing when I was growing up, res- rescuing tons of animals and taking care of them. And my parents let that happen somehow. <laughs> wow. I, I have to tell you, my wife has an amazing story. When she was in high school and first learned how to drive, she loves animals. Mm-hmm. And she borrowed her parents' minivan because she saw an ad in the newspaper for a pig that just had piglets and they were giving them away Mm -hmm. and it was she was in Detroit, Michigan and this was in Madison, Wisconsin and so she borrowed the van and drove 14 hours to go pick (laughs) up this little pig to save it 
Aww. And on the way back, her dad called and said, where in the world are you? And he heard an oink in the background. And he goes, Amanda Marie, that better not be a pig. She goes, oh, no, Dad, it must be the birds. And hung up the phone and kept driving. <laughs> and she did her best to hide what her name, her pig, was Madison, as best she could from her dad. It didn't last too long, obviously. Was it a large pig? <laughs> so it was supposed to be a little potbelly pig, and it turned out to be a very large potbelly pig. Oh, no. <laughs> but Madison lived many years and she wanted to her goal my wife's goal was actually to become a, a veterinarian because mm-hmm. she loves animals and she wanted to help them heal um, amazing yeah how amazing uh, and, and so so what are some of the moments in your life that helped you you obviously have compassion and love for animals but what are some of the moments that helped was it always there was it any special moments that brought that to life even further than it was before um i mean i think just along the way connecting with animals and, and seeing them look out for other species besides their own. It kind of makes you makes you feel a lot for them. <laughs> yeah, there's something special. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of beautiful videos and moments captured where uh, a baby something is, is there with no mom and all of a sudden a mom from another species will kind of take it over and, and help raise right. it and care for it. One of the, I, I read a funny story recently about a cow that actually escaped the slaughterhouse by busting through a door and then swimming across a channel to to a small island somewhere near the slaughterhouse. Wow. And I thought that was pretty amazing. I didn't know cows could swim. Right. And who knew that they're that aware of what's going on that yeah. they need to escape. And <laughs> Wow. How fun. So, so here's an interesting question. Um, I, I love the empathy you have for animals and and from our conversation before we started recording humans mm-hmm. um, I, I love that about you I'd love to know what's a moment that made you feel incredibly humble um, I mean it might sound a little cliche but uh, being out in the ocean and seeing whales is very humbling they're so wow. huge and so majestic and just makes you feel kind of small and the earth on the planet and the universe <laughs> yeah have is it something you've done many times or a few um, times i've been a few times yeah wow love to go more <laughs> i think i've only seen one whale um oh no i mean I'm, I'm, i've seen them in captivity i think of only once i've seen just where like you see the little spout come mm-hmm, out mm-hmm. that's amazing did you do it in san francisco yeah, you could go out to the Farallon Islands out there and, and catch them on their migration and see them, if you're lucky, breach and all of oh, that. Oh, yeah. two years ago, I think on the news, there was a pod under the bridge and oh, someone captured yeah. it. Yeah, oh, yeah. How amazing. That's not not a great place for them to be because they're in shipping paths then. But <laughs> wow. I think they're okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, one of them came up and jumped, mm-hmm. and that's why I made the news. Oh, nice. How interesting. So interesting. So being around very large animals in a wide, vast open space just mm-hmm. reminds us how humble we are. And the ocean is like a whole other world, but it's right there. But yeah. the second you're under the surface, it, it's so different. It comes alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's amazing. What about an awe-inspiring moment? Um, can I use that last one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I mean, anyone you want. Um, I guess I'm inspired that my kids also have that kind of same ex- uh, love of animals and they're really gentle with them and caring so that makes me wow. really happy that's cool and was that natural or, or was it did they totally pick it up natural. from you yeah wow they had it all the whole time 
yeah, even in preschool, there other be other kids pulling on the bunny ears just because they didn't know and they're kids. But mine were always gentle and <laughs> wow, just kind of connected to the animals. How beautiful! And you have how many children? Um, two boys of my own, and then uh, my my partner has a daughter. Wow, so three. Mm-hmm. And the all three have it. Um, <laughs> varying degrees. Varying degrees. The little girl actually. Uh, is working on hers, but yes. Got it. She, so she loves them, but the gentleness factor is a work in progress. <laughs> so the boys naturally have the gentleness mm-hmm. factor, and she's more... She has the curiosity. She has the curiosity. <laughs> How fun. Let's see. What about what about your greatest fear? Or I'm sorry, what, what about... An, oh, no, we did. What about your greatest fear? Um, I think I'm just fearful that, you know, we we're going to lose our ability to 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 feel for others and animals and i mean animals and people as well it's really interesting i was having a conversation last night at dinner with a lady who's working um in the tech space and she's with a company that's trying to make tech more humane mm-hmm. because she was talking about the this exact fact that her fear was uh, with so much technology drawing us in and capturing our attention and retraining our nervous system on what to do and how to use it, her fear was we would become less human and care less about each other because we can meet our needs through a device or someone else connecting via the device. Mm-hmm. And and it it takes away our humanness of just being with each other. Mm-hmm. And and that that's really interesting. It's I think it's a valid fear for this point in history. But I'm, I'm curious to see if tech helps us become more connected right. in some I way. Right, I mean, there's certainly the potential. Yeah, I think it's possible. Um, right. We, we right. use it for understanding biometrics of people, of their heart and breathing and sleep rates and all that stuff, uh, which our goal is just to try to understand them more, which is helpful. But that's that obviously not everyone's way of use. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, my kids have been playing Fortnite, which is the biggest video game yep. out there. And I love the fact that they collaborate and they are playing with kids from around the world. They're hearing yep. other languages and they're all kind of working together for a common purpose. Unfortunately, the common purpose is basically running around killing other <laughs> players. So <laughs> <laughs> It's an interesting common purpose. Right. I mean, there's this small positive aspect to it where you really see... Um, you know, international collaboration through technology, but yeah. at this, and then they're becoming desensitized to violence in the process, which is scary. It is scary. It, it's very interesting. We did some work with the Air Force, mm-hmm. and the the men and women who are using drones to, uh, I mean, th- there's technical terms of how they say it, but basically to go out and, and deliver a mission or, or um, take someone out, it's very similar to these games. And so a, a child who grows up playing these games goes into a service like that, and, and it's nothing more than what they've been training themselves to do since a very young age. Right. Um, the challenge is there's, there's a very physical consequence on the other side of that for whoever's on the other end of that drone or, or, or at their end of whatever machine is doing this stuff. And that that's a, a, a big, deep, honest, and real fear of humanity right now of, um, you know, there's groups putting together an amazing thing that that it used the right way could be such a beautiful aspect where they're, I think the newest one I just saw, uh, they call it the Avatar Project, where 
the ability to wear a suit, but you will activate basically a, a robot version of yourself that you can see, touch, hear, and feel everything it can in the suit. And so you can walk, talk, move, breathe, communicate, and, and you're the robot version of yourself at a distance. The beauty is if there's a surgeon who's one of the best in the world, he can deliver or she can deliver a surgery on the other side of earth instantaneously and be Amazing. in the moment. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously the downside is uh, soldiers and war and, and all kinds of bad stuff that can happen if the person doesn't have to physically be there. Mm -hmm. um, but there, there's a machine that could do it. And it'll be very, very interesting to see how young people take these skills that they've learned and, and how they choose to bring them into the world. And, uh, you know, if they choose to use that empathy and compassion and caring to use that technology and, and do more caring for people around the world or uh, if people use aggression and, and terror and, and attack each other with it. Right. It'll be interesting. I think a big piece will come down to possibly resources. Uh, when resources are abundant or people feel they're abundant, we tend to, to share with each other. When people feel they're lacking they tend to try to attack each other and, and fight over it yeah um, the scarcity is an issue yeah and and there, i think there's so much nowadays um the rebalancing of how people will distribute it around the world will make a big difference in in, in that long term it'll be interesting moving on to our next question what are you excited about for the future or what are you excited about for your future? <laughs> um, I'm excited to raise kids that are, are going to be great global citizens, hopefully. I mean, mm -hmm. everybody has their own choices that they make, but it's, it's fun to see them progress so far and hopefully give them the tools that they need. <laughs> That's awesome. With how much you care, I have no doubt in my nervous system you're not gonna <laughs> you're going to raise some good global citizens. Thank you. It sounds like you already have, and, and they're... Eight and ten. That's right. Eight and mm -hmm. ten, and five. And five. Mm -hmm. And and it, it sounds from our previous conversation, you you've helped guide them into being very caring, uh, loving, young humans, who who are, are, are going to do great things in the world. That's awesome. Now, quick question. Moving into our next section, we call it nuts and bolts, which is basically where you invest the majority of your time or hours or thoughts each day. And and so, the first question is, what do you focus the majority of your life on each day? Um, you know, having young kids in the house, we're definitely in a dog and a cat. We're definitely in the, you know, daily, we've got to feed everybody. We've got to do this. We've got to get to work. And so we're a little bit feed caught them, up in. clothe them, prepare yeah. them. <laughs> bathe them. Bathe them, prep them. Yeah. There's and make sure you're taken care of. Yeah. So we're in the grind. In the grind. <laughs> <laughs> so there's not a whole lot of introspection or... Um, you know, there's not a lot of room for other, other pursuits, but we do, you know, on the weekend, we love to be in nature and we spend, that's a priority for us. Yeah. <laughs> and so question being in the grind, what was, what is the key to your success? Um, I think we have a good sense of humor about it all. Mm. You know, when things fall apart, we just kind of look at each other and, <laughs> and laugh and put it back together. That's so. awesome. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So bringing that laughter and joy back into the moment kind of resettles the nervous system and brings you back to human uh, to right. go at it again. Exactly. How fun. And to, to wrap up, what's one actionable tip to help others achieve or experience that kind of success in their lifetime 
meaning if they're in the grind, if they're in the mix, mm -hmm. uh, what, what's something actionable we could share with them that they could take away and use uh, that would be the helpful to survive or thrive or make it through? I mean, I do think that even when things feel really heavy, usually that those feelings are temporary. So just mm -hmm. waiting out um, that until things feel light again and not uh. getting too caught up in heavy heaviness and what a beautiful answer <laughs> I, I someone told me one time any emotion felt fully leads back to joy hmm. makes sense and mm -hmm. and it sounds as if you said something very similar there which is if you're in the chaos knowing that if you have enough <laughs> patience eventually it'll kind of make its way back Oh, yeah, and it's so fun. Kids are experts at that. My, the kids will have a, a complete meltdown, and, but really just truly genuine, visceral feelings, and then it's completely done, and they move on like nothing ever happened, and they're happy as can be. Wow. <laughs> we just had that experience the other night. We were going to our friend's wedding reception, and our, our two friends were leaving the house, and their daughter was like, no, I want to go, I want to mm. go. And then as soon as the door shut, they listened to it, and you could hear her on the other side of the door turn around to the person who was babysitting and go, okay, what are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> and they were dying. They're like, oh, they, she made us feel so bad in that moment. Right. <laughs> but in reality, a little bit of patience and it turns right around and exactly. goes into the next piece. <laughs> That's so beautiful. And it's very applicable to everyone in any area of life too, regardless with children or even at work. Mm -hmm. Sometimes if something's really bubbling up and you have enough patience to just breathe, take a few deep breaths and relax, it'll naturally kind of bring itself back to where it really needs to be. That's I think so. That's <laughs> wonderful. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for <laughs> joining us. Uh, wonderful sharing row 10 with you <laughs> and this conversation. Um, again, thank you everyone for tuning in and listening to a little bit of life. And hopefully uh, you can find a little bit more patience in your day and uh, use that in a way that'll help you bring a little bit more empathy and love and caring to everyone and everything you do today. So thank you for tuning in, and I look forward to seeing you all in the next episode.